today's not going to just be a little snack. I'm challenging you to go a little deeper. And as I start this new series, I want you to ask yourself, is there any area of my life that I need to improve in? As you understand the relevance of this message, your life will change for the best. I said your life will change for the best as you understand the relevance of this. So our text is found here in 1 Peter chapter number 5, beginning with verse number 5. The Bible reads, likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Goodness gracious. Now, now, those of you that know my story, if you know a little bit about my life, oh, hallelujah. I was raised in the South. I would love to tell you submission is a choice. <laughs> Not in the family I grew up in. If you didn't choose to submit, you learned how. <laughs> and it was biblical, too. It was biblical. It was biblical submission. It might not have felt like it. Because <laughs> you were paying the price for learning. But you grew to learn submission. And so being raised by my grandmother, being raised by my grandmother, one of the things that my grandmother instilled in my life, I can't even get rid of it now. That's how deep it's been instilled. One of the things she instilled in my life is respect your elders. And one of the ways she instilled this in my life in being respectful to my elders was that you say, yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, yes, sir, and no, sir. Oh, see, I know I'm already, I'm too far gone because we too accustomed. Uh-oh, Lord, we got visitors, so. Yes, sir. See, we got this new generation. Yeah. And some of, you, some of you may get mad at pastor because if your children yell me, they already know they're going to get corrected by me. And if I hear them yell you, I'm going to correct them in front of you. I need you to at least use yes. I, I, I'm struggling. I'm, I'm a little... Younger, older, but younger. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I struggle. I struggle with the fact when, when can I just talk to y'all? I struggle when, when, when you allow your children to call Reggie. <laughs> I, I struggle. I struggle with the fact. Listen, listen. I know your child's 16, but I struggle when, when you're like, Aaron. They don't call you mom, dad. They call you by your first name. <laughs> See, some of y'all some of y'all starting to shrink. Don't, don't shrink, don't shrink. Stay up in the chair now. <sighs> we have lost respect for our elders. All you have to do is walk around in the community. And there is no respect for elders. I struggle. 
I'm talking about me. I struggle when I'm out in the public sometimes. And I start hearing kids dropping letters, bleep, 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 bleep. And my ears are right there. The woman of God will tell you, if she's with me, sometimes she'll grab my hand and start to squeeze, babe, 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 babe. Because she already know. I'm about to say something to the individual and say, listen, my wife is with me. I have checked young people when I've had my children was younger and, and they bleep, bleep, bleep. Oh, praise the Lord. Even in the barbershop. I came here for a service. I ain't come here to hear your mouth. Stop talking. Cut my hair. Yo, did you bleep, bleep, bleep? Look, yo, watch your mouth. We kids are with you. We have to be able, guys, to get back to having respect for our elders. See how only, only the older people said amen? Whatever that meant, older people. I ain't even get past the first verse yet. Likewise, notice what the Bible says. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders. Ugh. Yes, all of you be submissive to one another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Some of us are not even aware that we have such a rebellious spirit about us that we won't allow ourselves to be submissive to anything, anybody, or anyone. And because we won't submit, God resists us. And then you wonder why you go in prayer and you start pleading and calling on God to do all these great and mighty things in your life and they're not happening. It's because you won't submit. He says he resists the proud. God resists individuals who will not be humble. Lord, have mercy. We're, we have a generation that's under us. We have generations under us. And they do not understand that there is a way that you need to walk. You don't need to walk in an arrogant way. You need to be humble. You need to have humility about you. I know y'all not going to say a whole lot today, but it's all good. It's all good. Hand of God. Verse number six. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Everybody look at pastor. There is no exaltation without you submitting. Another way of looking at exaltation. There is no promotion until you learn to submit. Some people want promotions on their job, but you can't get promoted on the job because you won't submit to the boss you have. Well, my boss ain't say, that's exactly why God put you under him. Because God needed something to grow in you under that individual that's leading you. Please hear me. Listen, submission is never about the other person. Submission is about you. 
It's never about the other person. It's about you. Verse number seven, casting all your cares upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Notice the context of all this. Notice the context of all this, that the devil is in the earth going around as a roaring lion. He's not a lion, but he's going around like a roaring lion, and that's why some people respond to the roar of a devil with no teeth. They react, and they react, and when they react, all it communicates is they have no submission. Oh, yo, yo, I hope y'all still love me afterwards. Verse number nine, resist him. Everybody say resist him. How many of you have ever heard, resist the devil and he will flee? <laughs> Do you understand that your resisting of the devil and making him flee comes as a result of your submission? Because you're resisting the devil means that there's been a level of authority given you. But you can't get any authority without submission. So that's why we have people who get on power trips. They get on power trips because they got a position or a title, and you walking around thinking you got some authority, and you ain't got nothing. All you got is a title, and people respond to your title, but every time you ask them to do something, in them, they're like, oh. And that is not submission. If your attitude is still nasty about something you're being asked to do, you aren't submitted. If you still got to have comments after somebody corrects you, you aren't submitted. You still immature. I said, you still immature. You're 60 and still immature. You're 40 and still immature. Sure, you're 30 and still immature. You got to mumble under your breath. Clean your room. <laughs> immature. Uh, see, I, again, again, again. <sighs> my upbringing was different. It was different. When my grandmother said, clean your room. Listen, listen. If I even thought about mumbling. No, no, no. See, I don't think y'all heard me. I don't think y'all heard me. I don't think y'all heard me. No, no, watch. I said, if I even thought about mumbling. Now watch, now watch, now watch. Nothing came out my mouth. Yet my grandmother would act like I said something. I heard you. You heard me? Big mama, I didn't say a word. I know what you were thinking. What? Come in here. For thinking? For thinking. I thought you wanted me to learn how to think. I don't need you to think when I done told you what to do. 
Hello? It's a little different. You don't need to be thinking when you have been given instruction. You now need to do. Oh, see, some of you still think. <laughs> ah, it's a sign that you haven't submitted yet. Is it possible? No, I can't do that this morning. <laughs> Ooh, I wish my grandmother would have raised about six of you. You'd have been brand new, praise God. Oh, no doubt. That, that's why I, I tell people, I tell people, you having trouble with your children, send them on the road. Give me three days. Give me three days. Lord Jesus. On the third day. <laughs> All kinds of things happen on the third day. Boy, they'll be so happy to come home to you. They'll think they just walked into a whole nother kingdom getting back to you. Oh, I just love you, Mom. Oh, I just love you. <laughs> it don't take long. Let's continue reading. Watch this. Resist him steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus wants us to mature, watch this, to be established, to be strengthened, and settled. After you go through the process of learning submission, I would love to tell you everybody has a submitted heart and so it automatically happens. Some of us have to learn submission. You couldn't say amen might have been affecting you. Now, there are stages to spiritual maturation that we must embrace to walk in power and authority. The Apostle Paul understood this, and over in 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, 1 Corinthians chapter number 13, I want you to see this, because the Apostle Paul understood that he could not walk in the level of authority that God had already designed for him to have in his lifetime until he went through the process of maturing. And he had to go through the process of maturing by learning submission. Oh, man. Would, do you believe that even Jesus had to go through the process of maturing by learning submission? Would it throw you off if I told you even Jesus struggled with submission? Remember when he was in that garden? And he said, Lord, if there, uh, you can do all things and anything. Now, if you can find another way to do this thing. I won't be mad at you if you uh, want to bring your will about another way. 
Uh, but we'll talk about that at another time. We'll talk about that at another time. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, look at verse number 11. This is the Apostle Paul speaking. He says, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, when I became mature, I put away childish things. All the adults looked at Pastor. Some of us keep playing with our childish toys. And yet you want to be respected as an authority. But you won't put the childish toys away. Paul said, when I was a child, I spoke as a child. I thought, I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. Do you have childish ways or childish things in your life that's keeping you from submitting? See, this was his process that he had to go through in order to walk in the authority. He shares, he shares this with us. A part of the spiritual process of maturation simply means, please listen closely. If you're taking notes, if you're tweeting, you can tweet this right here. A part of the spiritual process of maturation simply means there are some things you will pray away and other things you will have to put away. There are some things you can pray away, but there are some other things that's in your life you got to just put them away. You ever, you ever gone to God about a situation or a circumstance that you've dealt with for years and years and years, and, and it seemed like God's not answering it in regards to it? It's not because he don't hear you. He's waiting for you to put it away. Pastor, what do you mean he's waiting for me to put it away? God is not into doing things for us that we can do for ourselves. If you can do it, why does God need to? So there are some things, instead of me going to the Father and pray, Lord God, you know I need you to do, oh Lord, and you going off in tongues for hours, and he's like, I hear you. Once you put it away. And the problem is, there are some things, guys, in our life, instead of putting it away, we set it aside. <laughs> instead of putting it away, putting it away means get rid of it. Don't allow it to be a part of your life any longer. We set it aside. I might need that in a little bit. They get on my nerves long enough. I might have to go back and get that bottle. I might have to go back and pick that up. Oftentimes, we hold on to things because we don't realize there is better. 
See, you hold on to that old joker that hurts you over and over again because you don't realize there's better. You keep running around with the same clowns because you don't realize they are some better friends than them. Come on, are you hearing me? There is better, and you will compromise having better because you want to hold on to what was good. But then you will forfeit what is best because you want to keep around what's better. And while you're holding on to what's better, God's trying to get you to put that away so you can get the best. I mean, you know, God has the very best for you and I. He has the very best for us. So the, my goal is to teach you the ideal of submission, not the abuse of it. Submission has nothing to do with activity. It has to do with an attitude. It's not about an act, it's activity, it's about an attitude. Submission is also attached to succession. And it has two expressions. Don't miss that. Submission has attached to it succession. And there's two expressions of it. Number one, you have the person who is in the position of authority that someone is submitted to. Then number two, you have the person that is submitting to the one that is in authority. Please listen closely. Now the one who is in authority must understand to whom much is given, much is required. If God has given you a level of authority that you have the privilege to be over others, to whom much is given, much is required. Mm -hmm. So it's imperative that the person in authority get before God and deal with their insecurities. If you are a leader, if you're at this church, if you're a partner in this church, then you know that we are raising up leaders, not all followers. And if you are a leader, you have a responsibility to God to get before him and deal with your insecurities. The reason that a leader must do that is because a leader has the potential to lead others who are more gifted, more talented. Are you hearing me? Better than you. And God will have you leading them. But if you have insecurity still in you, what you will begin to do to an individual that's more gifted, more talented, that's better than you, you will suppress them. You'll oppress them. You'll abuse them. All because of your insecurities. Sometimes you can experience this on the job, but sometimes you can experience this in your house. Sometimes you can experience this in church. Insecure people who are responsible for others, and because they're so insecure with themselves, they don't know how to accept a gifted person that God has given to them. So they're so threatened that the person is going to get their position. It's not about your position. It's about what you're 
doing, what you're responsible for. So this is significant to us when it comes to this area of submission. As a leader, your number one responsibility is to raise up other leaders. Thank you for that one clap and those six amens. <laughs> what? Well, I'm going to raise up another leader. Then that leader will replace me. Praise the Lord. Succession. Uh, I, these things are the stuff that get pastor in trouble. I get these reputations because I say these things. But if you are an individual that's leading something in a church and you haven't raised up another person and then you leave that church, you're out of the will of God. Because God doesn't leave any gaps. And when you leave a position and you leave that position open and you didn't take the responsibility to raise up another leader, you were wrong. You were wrong. Thank you. Uh, it's going to come a little closer. It's going to come a little closer. If you were part of a family and you chose to leave that family, And you tried to put the leadership requirements on somebody else to follow, to follow up on what you were supposed to lead? You out of order. You out of order. Oh, um, single ladies, single men, please hear me. When it comes to submission, when it comes to submission, the Bible says in Ephesians 2. Please listen closely. Wives. Okay, I don't think that's for me. Single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. Oh, oh, oh. Single ladies. Single men. Single ladies and single men. The Bible says in Ephesians 5, wives submit. So I don't care about you being in a dating relationship and they ask you to submit. You don't have the grace to do it. Oh, well, we dating. We in it. We in it real deep. You know, we've been together a little while. I don't care how long you've been in it. If you ain't married, you don't have the grace on you to do it. The Bible says, wives submit. Now watch this. Very clear. Wives submit to your own husband. So when another man comes to my wife and say, you need to learn how to submit, my wife has authority and permission to say, you're a devil to me. Because the Bible tells me to submit to my own husband. And God gave me one of those, and it wasn't you. Listen, let's just make it plain. Listen, some of you get me in trouble because you, you go home and use my name. Pastor said. Pastor said. And the moment you start throwing my name in your house, ladies, if you married, 
and your husband's not in church with you, don't you dare go home using my name in your house. Every time you come in the house saying, oh, well, pastor said, that joker saying, I'm still pastor. <laughs> Don't no man want to hear some other man in his house when that man ain't paying his bill. <laughs> pastor said, I know it sounds good, but you're taking away my opportunities to reach him. Pastor said. <laughs> Pastor said. Pastor said. Y'all got enough? We out of time. I got to stop. <laughs> we out of time. I got to stop. Hey, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, listen. I know you want to be married, daughter. I know you do. But you better make sure you married the right man. Because a man who walks in his God-given authority don't ever have to say, baby, you got to submit. Because a man walking in his God-given authority know that, his, that her submission is a responder to his love. And when he loves her properly, he ain't ever got to say, baby, you got to submit to me. Submission is a responder. Everything in her will respond to him. But when you immature, you woman, you better submit to me. The Bible says, you don't even know what the Bible said. Be quiet. Y'all better stand up on your feet. Y'all keep sitting down. I'm going to think I still got time to talk. Will you come back next week and, so that we can go a little deeper and talk about this a little bit? No, no, really. Will you come back next week so we can go a little deeper because this is something, listen, it's going to bless your life when you properly learn submission. Nobody wants to control you. Nobody wants to run your life. 